Hello, how are you today? Thank you for taking some time out of your day today and joining me here. Uh, this is something that I've wanted to do for a very long time and I felt like this was the perfect time to do this and we finally got everything kind of set up and going. So thank you for joining me. I'm super excited about doing this and uh, and to hear your feedback and tips and anything that I missed or uh, anything that I could do better or any questions that you have that you want me to address, that would be awesome. So today with everything that's going on, I thought it would be great to talk about purpose. Specifically, you know, the purpose that God has given you. Specifically, how everything that's going on, because we're in the midst of the coronavirus and all that stuff, how that affects you and your purpose and what you're supposed to do. And I want to tell you that it doesn't affect it at all. What God called you to do, his purpose in your life, what you're supposed to do while you're here on earth, doesn't go by what we see and what we hear. It's by the Spirit of God. You know, when I was first trying to figure out what to do, when what we're supposed to do, when how we move forward, uh, it seemed like I was always on defense. I was always reacting to everything that was going on in life. And so if I lost a job or something moved or, you know, in 2008, when we had the, the economic crash and all that stuff, how that affected and changed things and jobs and housing and how, you know, all of the things kind of changed from what we knew before that. Uh, and then, of course, 9-11 that happened and that changed and kind of affected everything. And I don't know if you guys remember, but like the Y2K scare that everybody kind of, uh, you know, redid things because we thought our computers were going to crash or Skynet was going to come online or whatever it was going to be. And, um, and so I noticed that I'm, I was very reactive to everything, anything that was going on. But then I read something in the Bible, in Jeremiah 1, 5, it says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Now, God was obviously talking to Jeremiah here, but one of the things that really stuck out to me in this verse was before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I consecrated you. See, that sounds amazing on paper, but when you really think about it, at least for me, I was like, God, how do you know something before you formed it? Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. How do you know something before it's born? Isn't that weird? Like, isn't that what makes us us is when we're born? So, you know, this sounds amazing, but I'm a simple guy and I'm actually kind of a practical guy. So to me, wrapping my head around this was actually a little bit difficult. And then I was doing something and felt like the Holy Spirit just revealed this verse to me, just opened it up. And, uh, you know what I was doing? I was watching TV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not one of the best practices for getting a revelation, but God is good and he has mercy on me. Um, I was watching a show called Forged in Fire. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but if you haven't heard of it, it's a, a show about blacksmiths and people doing things uh, the old traditional way of kind of just, you know, putting steel in, in furnaces and hammering out blades and doing edge weapons that way. And, and then they test them to see what 
edge weapon fills up and craftsmanship and all this types of stuff. And so in the first season, um, which is the one that I was watching at this time, in the first season, they they interviewed these people, but much like this, they kind of sat them in front of a chair and they talked to them and asked them questions. And, and one guy said something and he said, if I just wish that I knew what the judges were going to do to my blade so I would know how to form it. And it clicked. Light bulb. <laughs> All of a sudden I got it. Because God knew what we were going to go through, what you were going to go through, the challenges that you're going to have to face, he knew how to form you. Because he knew what to put in you so that you could accomplish the mission that he set you out to accomplish. So you could fulfill your purpose. So you could do what God created you to do. So he knew that you were going to be in this time right now, dealing with exactly what you're dealing with. And so he said, you know what? Because they're going to deal with this, they're going to need this, and they're going to need that. And this is going to be tough, and this is going to be soft, and this is going to be this, and this is going to be that, and this is going to be here. And so I want to encourage you today that just because all this stuff is going on, and a lot of people don't know when this is going to end or how this is affecting stuff, and we know the economy is going to change and things aren't going to go back exactly the way they were, I want to encourage you. That the one thing that hasn't changed, well not the one thing, but several things, is God is still God and you still have a purpose here on earth. You still have work to do. There is still a reason why you are here. That reason didn't change because the world around us changed. Because God already knew this was going to happen. And so see... Because he created you in such a way and designed you in such a way to withstand the trials that were going to come before you, he knew exactly what to put in and what you needed for this time right now to be able to overcome this time and not to be swept away by what we're seeing and what we're hearing in the news and the media and let fear come in us because no matter how crazy the world gets, God is still good. And it is his peace that we're in, not the world's, and not by circumstance, but the one that he left for us. The strength, our strength is joy in the Lord, right? And so it comes from him, not from whatever is going on around us. But you know, that's also why the Bible says in Ephesians 2.10, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. See, you were created with a purpose in mind. It wasn't random. It wasn't by chance. You are his workmanship. And so I hope today that that encourages you a little, because when I read this and I understood it, it totally changed my view and how things were and, and stopped me from living such a reactive life to one that, was purposeful. Every step that Jesus took here was took here on earth was for a purpose. Wasn't just random, wasn't just because there was a reason behind it. And so a lot of times when things like this happen, 
we can sit back and go, you know what, I'm just going to wait for the time to pass until things get back to normal. Well, for one, I don't believe that they're really going to get back to normal. I think that this is going to be something that we can mark in history and go, that changed how things were. If nothing else, it threw so many people online, churches, ministries, businesses, they all of a sudden added more technology in one sweep in one sweep than we've ever seen into every aspect of our lives. Um, whether before there was an argument of analog and, and digital technology before, you know, we thought of not going online because we like the person-to-person contacts and the handshakes and the eye contact and all that stuff. And I, I still believe that that's very, very, very important. But what happened was whether you wanted to or not, if you wanted to connect with people, if you wanted to be a part of society and still connect with people, right now, your company, your business, it jumped online. Whereas before, it wasn't necessarily something you had to do. And now, it is. And so, just that point alone changed and is has changed, I believe, how we move forward now. And so, because of all that, because the times change and things happen, a lot of times especially in times like this, like I said before, some people will just wait for things to go back to the way they were. And they're not going back to the way that they were. They may go back to something very similar, but not exactly the way that they were. And so I don't, let's not take this time and just bide our time until things get back to something we see familiar, but realize and become adaptable that these things happened, but that doesn't mean that our life stops. That doesn't mean that your purpose stops. The Bible says that he's given us the ability to create wealth. Well, you know what? This is a great time to get that creativity working again. To start going, okay, the path that I knew may have changed slightly. But that doesn't mean that the purpose, that the goal, that the destination has changed. I just need to find a new route. I just need to be adaptable. I just need to... Pray, get along with God and go, Lord, what are you trying to teach me in this and in this time? Because I know that your word does not return void. And so because of that, how do you want me to adapt to this situation? You know, obviously, like this is one of them. This is something I've had in my mind for a while, being able to talk to, to you guys, talk to you and wanting to go out and just talk to people on the street and doing that type of stuff. And now it's a little bit different, not that we don't go out and have great conversations with clerks and people in the stores and different things like that. But it has changed the dynamic a little bit and allowed me to do this, which is amazing. And I'm very appreciative that you're here with me today. And so don't lose hope because your hope is in the Lord, not in the circumstances, not with what's going on. But you still have a job to do. You still have a purpose. Let's not spend all of our days just binge watching Netflix. I mean, don't get me wrong. Rest. Keep the Sabbath. Spend time with your family. In fact, I believe biblical productivity is actually stewarding our gifts and talents and time to help others and serve God. And so... That means that it's not always about work. Sometimes it's about a 10-minute conversation, reaching people, 
spending time with your kids, having a real moment, family nights, dinners, those are important. And they're not any less important than trying to make sure you still have finances at this time and building your business and doing all that stuff. Your purpose has more to do with the impact that you make in the world around you and in this world and glorifying God, loving God, loving others than it has to do with how much we financially gain. Now, don't get me wrong. The Bible says that, you know, in the house of the godly, there's choice food. So obviously there's some sort of finances and some sort of means and those who trust put all their trust in the lord and follow and obey his commandments they eat the fruit of the land willing and obedient they'll eat the fruit of the land so obviously i'm not saying that you know you can't have financial freedom and you shouldn't be you know that you should be worried about finances and all that stuff and you shouldn't be set free from that stuff what i'm saying though is that a lot of times we tie our purpose to financial gains and that's not the way it is there's something that god made you for there's something burning in your heart that god put in there and you know what's funny is that uh, my son got me a Bible it's right there. It's the uh, archaeological Bible. He got me that for Christmas. And one of the things that was most amazing about it is that it shares about what was going on at the time that the scriptures were written. You know, certain scriptures, certain times and all that stuff. And one of the biggest things that I've noticed is how how many times God purposefully went against the culture and said, hey, just because this is doing this, I'm telling you to do this. Because this culture is like this, I'm going to tell you to do this. So he set them apart from the very beginning so that their lives would be very different than those around them. And I found that very, very interesting because I didn't understand the culture. I didn't really understand how dynamic and how crazy of a shift that was to go, okay, this is the way society says everything is supposed to go, but God's saying do it this way. And that that must have been hard. That couldn't have been easy to go you know what? But God said this, this is what God said. And so whatever this says, whatever the Bible says, whatever God tells you to do, this is right. This is the word of God. This is your roadmap. This is what you go by, not how society says it's supposed to be or what the crowd says or how it goes and, and just following the crowd. So right now is an amazing time to be able to reset and go, Lord, one, Make sure that you're still in love. The Bible says that remember your first love. And in the end times, that was one of the things that God had held against the church is that you've forgotten your first love. So make sure that you reset. Fall in love with Jesus. Make sure that you're just doing everything out of love for him. But then go, okay, I know that I have a purpose here. And I'm not here just to buy time until I get to go home and go to heaven. And I'm not here just to buy time until things get back to normal and I can go back to work and I can go back to whatever I was doing before all this happened. There's a purpose and that purpose didn't stop. And so pray, be creative, spend time with God and then start taking actionable steps to walk it out. Because the Bible says that there are those who hear and don't do and so they deceive themselves. So don't deceive yourself. When you get motivated, when you hear something, when something hits you, inspiration, whatever it is, revelation, whatever you want to call it, act on it. Because you were made for such a time as this. Your purpose hasn't stopped. Your mission isn't derailed. 
God is still with you. And he still loves you. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I look forward to connecting with you guys more. Hearing what you guys have to say. Connecting however we need to. Whether it be through DMs or email or any of that type of stuff. And of course you can visit us at faiththroughloveom.org. I love you guys and I thank you guys for your time and I'm so excited to see what God's going to go, what God is doing through you because we are one body, one family, brother and sister, and we work together to advance the kingdom. And so what God does through me and what God does through you is something that we should all celebrate because if it's God, then I'm for it. We're for it. I love you guys. Thank you. Have a great day. God bless.